Hello everyone, welcome to Parsha Inspiration. Parsha Vayigash opens where tensions between Yosef and his brothers reach a climax. Yosef, still unidentified by his brothers, has declared that Binyamin must remain as his slave while the other brothers may go home peacefully. At this point, Huda steps forward with a powerful monologue. He explains what having Binyamin imprisoned would do to their father and how he, Yehuda, had put his own future on the line if he did not bring Binyamin back home. Hearing all this, Yosef breaks down and he reveals his identity to his brothers. He can't keep the subterfuge up any longer. At this point, all the tension is suddenly released and Yosef reacquaints with his brothers and organizes them for, to come down to Egypt to live. What's fascinating is how Chazal view this encounter between Yehuda and Yosef. They see it as symbolizing an ongoing rivalry between Yehuda and Yosef's descendants. Rabbi Soloveitchik explains that this is not just a rivalry between personalities or tribes. It's actually a rivalry between two different styles of leadership, the Yehuda model for leadership and the Yosef model for leadership. So what are these two models of leadership? Yosef was a tzaddik. He was somebody who stood head and shoulders above everybody around him. He had tremendous integrity. He was able to hold off his Yetzirah at all times. Everything he did was carefully calculated and planned. He was not an impulsive person. In some ways that made him seem impersonal and difficult to relate to, but everybody could admire him for his greatness. In every situation he found himself in, he had Hashem's name in his mouth, and those who were above him would put their confidence in him because they knew that he was capable, responsible, and a person of great integrity. This is the Yosef model of leadership. However, there's also a different kind of leadership. Yehuda was a very passionate figure. He did not always control his emotions. Sometimes he made mistakes. But whenever he did so, he did shuva and learned from those mistakes. He was somebody that others could relate to, and he had a charisma about him so that when he said something, people listened. He didn't stand above the people, he was one of the people. And that's why they would follow his lead. Not because they felt he was superior to them, but because he felt they felt he was one of them. His integrity was based not on the fact that every step he took was carefully measured, but on the fact that he took ultimate responsibility and would make sure that the right outcome happened at the end. When Yosef and Yehuda confront each other in this week's parasha, Yehuda's passion overwhelms the calculated planning of Yosef. Later on, we see a similar confrontation when the Jewish monarchy is set up. King Saul, the first king of Israel, came from the tribe of Binyamin, who, like Yosef, was born to Rachel. Shaul represents the Yosef model of leadership. He stands head and shoulders above everybody, says the Tanakh. He was an impressive leader and he had tremendous dignity and kavod. He enters into an intense rivalry with David from the tribe of Yehuda, a passionate, sensitive individual who composed the Tehillim, who played the harp, who wouldn't stand by when Goliath defamed the God of Israel, even though it made no sense for him as a young man to confront him. He made serious mistakes, but ultimately he made a very deep, heartfelt shuva from them. Chazal tell us that this rivalry will continue until the times of Mashiach. In fact, there will be two Mashiachs, the Mashiach ben Yosef and the Mashiach ben David. Mashiach ben Yosef will do all the planning, will create the foundations that will ultimately make the final Geula a possibility, but it will be Mashiach ben David that will ultimately come along and unify the people in shuva and ultimately elevate them towards Hashem. So we see that these two models of leadership, which initially start out as a rivalry, will ultimately harmonize with each other and bring redemption to the world. May we see that happen speedily in our days. And now for this week's riddle. 
In Yehuda's speech, he tells Yosef that he, Arav et Hanar, he made himself a guarantor for the young man, for Binyamin, to, to guarantee to his father that he would bring him back. Our rabbis teach us a principle, Kol Yisrael Arevim Zelazeh. All Jews are guarantors or are responsible one for each other. Can you tell me what does that expression mean? Kids, looking forward to hearing your answers, and I want to wish everybody a Shabbat Shalom. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Parsha Inspiration.